as fiendish movie monsters actually become alive, then crash right out of the screen, run into the audience, and carry screaming girls from their seats right back into the picture to become part of the movie, never to be seen alive again. They might choose you. We warn you, this is not 3D. The movie monsters actually become real flesh and blood. See what happens when the pajama party girls meet the Mad Doctor's girl-crazed monsters. 1,001 exciting scenes, on screen and right in the audience alive. All in the world's weirdest movie, The Monsters Crash the Pajama Party, in horror vision and color. I got 
It's my greatest pride. <laughs> I got for my father-in-law a very special gravy with some cyanide. I'll make it thick so I can uh, make it hide the special seasoning I put inside. Lots of onions, lots of garlic, and just a little bit of cyanide. I got gravy for my mother-in-law. I got gravy. It's my special pride. I got gravy for my brother-in-law. A very special gravy with some cyanide. <laughs> Some of the mashed potatoes, that's what I'll do. Mix it up there. I'll just take a little taste of it there. Oh, it's absolutely delicious. Gotta make sure I got enough here. I know before this foolish night goes by, once more I'll be a free and happy guy. And by midnight, I'm in the graveyard with a shovel and a several cups to make time. Digger! For my mother-in-law. Digger, it's my greatest pride. Digger, for my sister-in-law. All thanks to special gravy with some cyanide. I got gravy for my mother-in-law. Digger, I got gravy for sweet sister-in-law. I got to, now let's see you. Who did I forget? This Uncle Andy and Grandma and that body snatcher in the cellar. The most wonderful time of the year is yet upon us once again. Oozing, dripping horror. Straight out of your speakers. Straight from the deepest nether worlds, nether regions of the internet. You're listening to The Eternal Now. WFMU.org My name is Andy Ortman I will be Guiding you through these dark Passageways Not sure where we're going to end up But We're going there regardless Hope you got your plans Hope you got costumes For whatever mischievous Activities you may find yourself Getting into tonight we just heard from John Zacherly with Gravy from Zacherly's Monster Mash Party from 1962. Just in front of that, five blobs with the blob. Kicked it off with the Monsters Crush, the Pajama Party trailer. So as it turns out, this is the 138th episode of The Eternal Now. We are 138. We are 138. We're going to keep things moving. Right here with some more music. Oaken pale autumn in sensory-scented burning leaves. Gather for the Allhallowit feast. Carve the pumpkin, light the candles, weave esoteric webs. 
Surround the fire, rising higher. Dance around the mire, far from chastely sight. Garb thyself in nocturnal serene. All hail Halloween. Winds carry even witches garbed in torn black stitches. Digging broomstick cauldron ditches. Celebrate the burning ball. Return to Hollow's Eve. Save o'er the new wine. Thistle black thorn vampiric adorn. Woven in spells of commemorant scorn. Asuntered in tears of lust. Uphold our sacred oath in trust. Drink the blood of our final crossroad communion. Rain sifts down through October's flowing breeze. A dash of earthen mandrake ash bubbling in spitting brewing seas. Vaporous potion in spandrel chalice. We raise our glasses, alchemic malice, pronouncing aloud, Death to thine enemy! Drinking in moonlit night beam, shrouded lying hidden within midnight unseen, we are gathered together. All hail Halloween! Weeping willow concealment, phantasmagorian alcolade, a dead tree of deep wood wilting against novice charade, black death's masquerade. Throne triumphal pyres, burning cremation choirs, basking in the dark, evil laughtering mark. Behold the night's children, carrying torch and spark, onto the sky and into the wind. The moon is full! The unhallowed solstice has arrived once again in summerous decline of harmony. Raise the devil's harvesting queen, infernal Faustian scene. Ice blood boils within pentacle gleam. All hail Halloween! An encircled requiem of decadent macabre, black widowed ring, holding hands in wicker chant, calling out an ecstatic rant. Aside midnight's twilight tide, Azrael's beloved necromantic bride, our saint of the pit. Soulless forfeit, sleeping amongst mortuary crypt, runic druid of amethyst fall. Come one, come all! Praise antiquity's paganistic call, entreat thy demonic scream, implore on high, out of sight of peasant eye. In shouts of reveling, casting out the confessional scream. All hail Halloween! Erotic black funeral procession, wizardry eyes in cursing concession, more abundant decay wrought summer's dismay. Unto all hallows eve thy doest pray, joyous in approaching wintry darkened day. For soon, too soon, homage shalt I pay unto Volpurgis not of equinox may, thorn rose wolves howl and stray. Frothing dire lycanthropic feast, Ruffled, feathered owl, illuminant in shadowed lightning screech. Surging the mounts of Carpathia, crossing Charon's abyssal stream. All hail Halloween! All souls eve unto the grave, thy shalt weave, scepter rubied wands, weaving necromantic winds. Calling underworld charge, beseeching below. 
Thy rod and staff of comfort appraise The dead I shall raise Wailing reanimation Crawling through unearthed damnation Skull and bone demonic throne Raging gurgling catacomb Embodied soulless Eve of the dead Resurrect dread necrotic eyes Walking rotted despise Bemoaning evil scream All hail Halloween Blessed all hollow mass season Lifting the grave gate Unto the headless horseman on to the chase, cloven hooves stomping race, nightmare main astride, bellowing, cackling bride, our death rattling guide, uplifting a rapier blade, leading the black parade, crossing Ichabod Crane's covered bridge, debauchery crashing in revelry's nightshade, Sibotica's whirling incubusal shadows, in flights of opalescent keen. Exult in the night of darkness. Recite the Enochian dream. All hail Halloween! All hail Halloween! In Transylvania, there is a legend that has become a symbol of terror throughout the world. In the dead of night, an evil transformation takes place within the castle of... Count Dracula. After he rises from his coffin, he turns into a giant bat and flies through the night, seeking blood from the throats of his victims. A vampire of death.
be scared. I'm the super sweet monster with the super sweet new cereal, Count Chocula. Piffle, here's the super sweet new cereal, Frankenberry. But I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Well, I've got berry flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Count Chocula. Frankenberry. Hi. <laughs> Frankenberry. Count Chocula. Beautiful day for Frankenberry, the world's super sweet new cereal. Hooey! Here's the world's super sweet new cereal, called Chocula. Fickle, I've got berry flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Well, I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Frankenberry, called Chocula. Meow. <laughs> Frankenberry, called Chocula.
When my eyes are drawn as by a magnet toward my beloved cat, and I obediently look upon him, I look into myself, and I am amazed to see the fire of his pale pupils, bright lamps, living opals, hypnotically fixed on me. Lady Margaret, Lady Margaret was sewing at the sea. She's all dressed in black. And the thought came in her head to roam in the woods, to pull flowers to flower a hat, my boys, to pull flowers to flower her hat. So she hoisted up her petticoats a bit above the knee, and so nimbly she ran over the ground. And when she came to the merry green woods, she pulled those branches down, my boys. Ah, oh, she pulled those branches down. Suddenly, she spied a fine young man. He's standing by a tree. He says, how dare you pull those branches down without the leave of me, my dear. Without the leave of me. Well, she says, this little wood, it is my very own. My father gave it to me. I can pull these branches down without the leave of thee, young man. Oh, without the leave of thee. And he took her by the milk-white hand and by the grass-green sleeve. He pulled her down at the foot of the bush. He never once asked her leave, my boys. Oh, he never once asked her leave. And when it was done, she twisted about to ask her true love's name. But she nothing saw, she nothing heard, and all the woods grew dim. And all the woods grew dim. Twenty ladies all in the land And they're all playing at chess Except it was the Lady Margaret And she's green as any glass, my boys Oh, she's green as any glass And there's four and twenty ladies all in the land Grow as red as any rose Except the Lady Margaret She's pale and wan, my boys Oh, pale and wan she goes Up then spoke the little serving girl She lifted her hand and smiled She said, I think my ladies love too long 
And now she goes with child, my dears. Oh, and now she goes with child. And then spoke the second serving girl. Oh, ever and alas, say she. But I think I know a herb in the merry green wood that'll twine thy baby from thee. It'll rip thy babe from thee. So Lady Margaret, she got herself a comb. She made haste to comb her hair, and then she's away to the merry green woods. As fast as she can tear, my boys. As fast as she can tear. And she hadn't pulled in the merry green woods a herb that barely won. When by her stands young Tamblin, he says, Margaret, leave it alone. Oh, Margaret, leave it alone. Why'd you pull that bitter little herb? That herb that grows so grey for to destroy that fine young babe that we got in our play, my dear. Oh, that we got in our play. Well, come tell me now, young Tamlin says she, if an earthly. Man, you be. I'll tell you no lies," says young Tamlin. "I was christened as good as thee. I was christened as good as thee. But as I rode a hunting on a bitter, bitter night, it was from my horse I fell, and the Queen of Elfin she caught me." Into yonder green hill to dwell, oh, in yonder green hill to dwell. But tonight is Halloween, lady. The elfin court will ride, and if you would your true love win, by the Millbridge you must hide, my dears. By the Millbridge you must hide, and first we'll run the black horse, then we'll run the brown, and then we'll run the white. You hold him fast, you fear him not, for he is the father of your child, my love. He's the father of your child. They'll turn me all in your arms. Lady, into many the beasts so wild, but you hold on fast. You fear no ill. It's the father of your child, my love. It's the father of your child. So. Margaret, she gets herself a comb. She made haste to comb her hair. Then she's away to the old mill bridge, as fast as she could tear, my boys, as fast as she could tear. 
dreamed about the dead hour of the night She heard the bridles ring Oh, my boys, she had a heart More than any earthly thing It did More than any earthly thing And first ran the black horse Then the brown And then raced by the white Well, she held it fast She feared it not For it's the father of her child It's the father of her child The thunder rolled across the sky The stars blaze bright as day The queen of Elfin a thrilling cry Tamblin's away Brave boys Brave Tamblin's away The very first thing they turned him into is a lion that runs so wild But she held him fast She feared him not He's the father of her child My boys He's the father of her child and the very next thing they turned him into it was a loathsome snake he says hold me fast fear me not for I am one of God's own make my love oh I'm one of God's own make and again they changed him all in her arms To a red-hot bar of iron But she held it fast She feared it not It did to her no harm It did to her no harm And the very last thing They changed him into Was like any naked man She flung her mantle over him She cried, my love, I've won, I've won. She cried, my love, I've won. And the queen of Elfin, she called from a bush. She's red as any blood. I should have torn out your eyes, Tamlin, and put it into eyes of wood. And we are back from spooky set of jams here in the eternal now on this dark spooky evening. We just heard from current 93, a Fairport convention cover by Current 93, Tamlin. I saw them play a couple weeks ago in London, and it was great. They played their new album in its entirety, followed up with some older tracks. Real wonderful experience. Many people moved to tears by that there, Current 93 and David Tibet. How about that? Just in front of that, the cat 
a track by Ruth White from the album Flowers of Evil. Ruth White, known for this album in particular and her other electronic works. I just can't get over how much uh, in her liner notes she, she included, how much she loves camping in her very fast Jaguar when she's not in the studio 12 hours a day making electronic music, of course. Ruth White there. Another dedicated and committed uh, musician in front of that, Diamanda Gallus, from the album The Divine Punishment, from around 1986 or so. That was an excerpt from Side Two's Free Among the Dead. I suppose, speaking of death and the dead, um, The Residence was just before that. I learned today the news of the death of Hardy Fox, founding member of the residence. That was a track there. The electrocutioner from Duck Stab. What can really be said about the residence? It's not going to get said in the next 15 seconds. But yes, obviously, their work was quite influential. On some bands more than others. Um, and gosh, you gotta love those eyeballs. A little bit of Frankenberry. Some 70s commercials, or 60s even. Uh, Frankenberry, that delightful, tasty pink cereal of yesteryear. Um, in front of that, Zen Fuller with Dooms a Day. And of course, my favorite, the best Halloween track of all time ever written by Dia Spectrums in the Diabolique. From the album Endeavors to Oblivion. That was a track called Hail Halloween. 1999, Chicago. Goth poetry, whatever you call this stuff. Anyway, um, that brings us to the top of the last set. Could really go on and on and on, but we're, we don't have much more time. Um, in fact, we're just about done here for this evening. I'm going to leave you with one more track. This is um, Italian band Goblin. This is a track called Tenebrae from an amazing movie by the same name. My name is Andy Ortman. Thank you for listening to this year's Halloween extravaganza. You've been listening to WFMU.org. Do do do
When shall we three meet again? In thunder, lightning, or in rain? When the hurly-burly's done, when the battle's lost and won. There is foul and foul despair, hover through the fog and filthy air. But that's enough for now of modern witches who ride to sabbats in automobiles instead of astride the traditional broomstick. Suffice it to know that magic is real, everywhere, unseen, unfathomable. From the end of time to the beginning of time, which are inseparable because they are the same, unbroken, a circle, the magic circle itself, the ancient and potent symbol of magic, the perfect mystery without beginning and without end. Suffice it to know that witchcraft is real, the old religion, infinitely older than Jehovah, God of the Christians, Older even than the Tetragrammaton, the mystic four letters symbolizing the God of the Jews, whose name is too sacred to pronounce for fear of desecration, who has been called Adonai, my Lord, or Elohim, meaning God, since three centuries before Christ. Yes, witchcraft is alive and always has been, alive for 30 centuries before the first syllable of recorded time. Hecate, the pagan goddess of the moon, the earth, and the underworld, of hell, the dark goddess of magic, necromancy, and witchcraft, was first mentioned in literature, surviving literature, that is, by Hesiod, a Greek poet, who wrote the beginnings of the world and the birth of the gods. He wrote of Hecate eight centuries before the birth of Christ. And how many centuries old was she then? (laughs) He didn't say. We can only guess. The ancient Egyptian Book of the Dead is filled with magic instructions, charms and spells, which were written between 500 and 3,000 years B.C. The Old Testament is filled with witches and magic and prohibitions against them. And that one fatal sentence from the Book of Exodus which was to be remembered and acted upon by the witch-hunters for many centuries to come. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Without any doubt, the greatest necromancer, Amurturgist, astrologer, alchemist, and wizard of all time, was Solomon, king of Israel, the arch-magician. He became a legendary figure dominating the study and practice of magic for centuries to come, not only in the biblical lands, but throughout the world, in Ethiopia, Persia, India, China, and the length and breadth of Europe. It is written in ancient scrolls that Solomon drew his magic power from evil forces, having abandoned Almighty God. He worshipped Astoreth, or Asarte, goddess of love, fertility, and lust. In the book of the kings, we read that Solomon had 700 wives and 300 concubines. I wonder if you've noticed one very important thing, the inalienable connection between women and witchcraft. Hecate, the ancient deity of the craft, is not a god, but a goddess. The Malleus Maleficarum, or Hammer of the Witches, published in 1486, was the official guide of the Catholic Church 
for the persecution and extinction of witches. It states that all witchcraft springs from carnal desire, which in women is insatiable. And so to satisfy their lust, they consort even with demons. Woman by her nature is a creature of enchantment. By the fineness of her intuitions, the cunning of her wiles, she is always a witch. She, not man, is the mother of fancy, the mother of the gods. She possesses glimpses of a second sight. Her spirit has wings to soar into the infinite of longing and imagination. The paganism of ancient Greece, a bright and strong and vigorous religion, begins with a sibyl, a virgin, beautiful, brilliant in the full blaze of dawn, and ends with a sorceress. Thousands of years later, a hideous old crone on heaths and in forests, hunted like a wild beast, chased from street to street, reviled, buffeted, stoned, and burned at the stake. What an insult. What a profound and horrible injustice. The witch is the high priestess of the old faith, of the old religion, and the Christian priest, with his vows of chastity, realizes clearly where the danger lies. The old woman who heals with herbs is an enemy, a menacing rival. New punishments were devised for her special benefit, new torments invented. Witches are brought to trial en masse, condemned to death on the slightest pretext or none at all. Under the auspices of the Spanish Inquisition, as many as a hundred victims were burnt alive as witches in a single day, almost all of them women. The auto de fe, as this mass burning was called, became a macabre kind of carnival, with priests and princes of the church, dons and duchesses in magnificent robes, peasants in rags, jugglers, booths where people could buy all manners of souvenirs, relics, rosaries, holy images and food amid the screams and flames and stench of burning flesh. Imagine the horror of it. The bonfires, the pall of thick black smoke from all those burning bodies writhing in unspeakable agony, the gallons of hissing, spitting human fat melting away to a horrendous, sticky, sickening liquid pouring, boiling down the gutters as they broiled alive. The good people were drawn by the thousands, spellbound by the unspeakable charm of the fete, the overpowering, somber spectacle and the profound effect of music. Yes, music. A macabre pageant, a tragic comedy of doom and death and agony set to music and orchestrated screams in the holy name of the Mother Church. The chronicles of the Middle Ages, the accursed registers of the Inquisition, read like a testament of doom and despair. In their vapid sameness, their dismal sterility, their shocking, arid, unconscious savagery, read a few pages and a cruel chill takes hold of your heart. Death, death, always death. You feel it everywhere. One word recurs continually like a bell of doom, of utter horror told and told again. The awful, lingering, living 
death, always the same word, immured. The methods of the witch hunters and inquisitors were simple. Some poor wretches accused of witchcraft, sometimes by a jealous neighbor or a peevish child. The victim is arrested, stripped naked, and searched for devil marks. Any birthmark or blemish of the skin is accepted as evidence that they have surely made a, a pact with Satan. If none is found, the poor witch is stuck with needles to find an insensitive spot, further proof of witchcraft. She is then thrown into a dungeon while the inquisitors gleefully go to work inventing a long and detailed list of fantastic charges. Their imagination runs wild. The judge may include anything that titillates his lurid and perverse imagination. Lewd practices are invented, fornication with the devil, child sacrifice, feasts of rotting human flesh. When this gruesome accusation has been drawn up, the witch is dragged before the court and ordered to confess everything. Usually she refuses. She is then ordered put to the torture to persuade her to change her mind. Eventually, after the most savage, cruel, and barbaric torments, the tearing of her flesh with pincers, her body broken on the wheel, her fingernails ripped off, her feet thrust into a fire, whatever horrors the twisted mind of a hangman could devise, she is ready to confess anything her tormentors demand of her. In her crazed delirium of pain and fear, she will often invent new crimes, new horrors of depravity to confess. And having confessed she is guilty, sometimes she is tortured again for her own good, to purify her soul before she is put to death. She may be beheaded, garroted, hanged, or immured, but usually she is burned alive at the stake.